Hello and welcome to the Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast, where we give you weekly tools and tips to teach you how to grow your hygiene department. We are your go-to resource for everything you need to turn your hygiene department into a profit center. I'm your host, Rachel Paul, and joining me is my co-host, Vicki Collier. Hello, Rachel. Hey, Vicki. So, um, Vicki, uh, you guys probably already know this if you're listening, but Vicki lives um, on a farm. I do live on a farm, sort of. And <laughs> what is going on on your farm? Well, hunting season is upon us. Um, we, uh, my husband is a big hunter, and we also do a lot of conservation. We plant a lot of trees, and um, so uh, we've uh, we just we, we check our our trail cameras. We have about twenty trail cameras out on the property, and uh, that's one of our fun weekend projects. Uh, we get to watch the the deer eating gull, eating us out of house and home. Typically, is what we want. We spend a lot more money on deer food than we do animal uh, pet food. Really? So, yeah, yeah. Um, and one you've of the fun had, things you've had. Um, a lot of rattlesnakes lately? We have. This has been a big year for rattlesnakes, yeah. We, uh, we just both invested in a really nice pair of snake boots. So uh, we're that using those now. That terrifies me. So, I know. I know. Like, Vicki lives but, in the country, and I'm like city girl. I live But, but you know, now city. we want to try out the snake boots. Now we want to find one to see if they really can't bite us with the snake boots. Okay, well, <laughs> you could be the guinea pig for that. No, I'm not going that route. I don't want to be anywhere near them. That's right. So. Snakes terrify me. Uh, yeah, but me too. I, I love, oh. always think about you and... In the country, with your I love the country. Your birds I love, the country. I love my deer. travel. I love the places that I go. This is this job has been wonderful for me to be able to see a lot of different places I might never see. Mm-hmm. But again, you it's know, always nice to come. No home, place like home. Nothing like. And uh, you've been traveling a lot lately. So I have been. Yeah, I know yeah, you're you're yeah, happy to be so, back. But yeah. um, but excited to to do this episode today. Um, we're going to talk about. Three ways to reduce cancellations, which is always a hot topic. And we say three ways to reduce cancellations. There, that this is a multifaceted problem in offices. There's no magic wand for this. There's no if we just do this, the cancellations will stop. But I, I, I did think about at least three things, three areas of the practice for sure that can that things can be done in order to reduce the amount of cancellations that come that, that happen. Right. I know we've talked in previous episodes about how one cancellation is typically right. worth $150, yeah. which is, again, $30,000 yeah. a year of lost production. Sure. So, and that's not even accounting for the treatment that they could have recommended out of the hygiene room. Right. So, right. So you really have to think about, you know, come together with your team, come up with some good strategies. I always say there's not a magic wand. You can't go into yeah. an office and sprinkle fairy dust right. and say, just do this and you'll never mm-hmm. you know, have another cancellation. But there are definitely things that you can start doing to put in place that's going to help reduce those. In yeah, fact, yeah. Um, I was in a training a couple months ago, and we I did a we have a retention, recare, reactivation training. Mm-hmm. Did this training, and the very next day, um, got an email from from one of the girls at the front desk saying that she was able to save two patients from canceling I that love day. It. Yeah, good, which good, is good. What we love to hear, of yeah, course. Yeah. So I mean, that's again, that's about three hundred dollars that she was able to absolutely. To save, Absolutely. and then of course the treatment that comes out of those patients right, as well. Right. Right. So um, you definitely want to put some strategies in place. Again, there's there's no magic wand right, here. Right. But where do you think it starts? Where do you think the, this starts? I if if you asked me that at any point in time, I'm thinking I would always say with value. We we've got to create value. I have to tell patients, uh, tell offices all the time. Patients who value the services they receive in your office are a lot less likely to cancel when it's pretty outside or for a hair appointment or whatever. They don't, people don't cancel 
their, I don't anyway, dermatology appointments. Right. They don't cancel cardiology appointments. They don't cancel because they know it's going to be not real easy to get back in for that appointment. They definitely don't cancel their hair appointments. And don't, definitely don't cancel hair appointments. <laughs> no, I'm one of those there. too. Yeah. But, but why do they do this to us in dentistry? Um, and, and because I think we, we um, sabotage ourselves sometimes or mm -hmm. minimize what we do by using verbiage like, uh, it's, you know, just a cleaning, you're here for your clean. Cleaning is what we do to carpets and cars. Right. You know, we've got to change our verbiage, but, but creating value from the time they walk in the door. You know, what is that reception? When they right. walk in the door, um, I remember once I went to a hotel, I'm in my suit and heels. I had to walk across a really long uh, the wooden floor tile or something. I mean, I was mm -hmm. click, 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 dragging my luggage behind me. So, you know, I didn't sneak up on this person by no, by any means. And she continued to look down at her table and write whatever she was writing as I stood there waiting to check into this hotel. And I thought, okay, I know she heard me. I, right. Unless she there's said, there's no way she, no way she right. But, you know, so that, that would kind of set the tone of uh, great, you know, she could care less that I'm standing in front of her. And I may be just a little bit picky about this since we teach customer service to, to her. But, you know, oh, how are your patients being received when they walk in the door? Because, right. I mean, really, besides the telephone, right, sure. the initial call, that's their first impression. Exactly. So you're either, you're doing either one of three things. Right. You're either meeting expectations. Right or you're exceeding them, exactly, or you're not even meeting them. Right, right? and you're you know what, but we will say, people are not impressed by what they expect. Exactly. So if that's, the, if that's what you expect to get when you walk into an office, you're not impressed by that. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you think, how can you create value at I, that first, I, first impression? Everyone has to be prepared. I know how busy we are. I know how busy it is in a, in a dental office. I know how busy it is with, with people checking in, checking out, phones ringing, 47 other things going on. But everyone has to put a focus on that. Um, I think that that never can be something that you let slide. Even if it's a patient of record who has been with you for a long time, you, you better still not drop the ball on that. So I think greeting them with a smile, going above mm -hmm. and beyond, um, being prepared for them, and say, greeting them by name. Right. Um, I love when offices have pictures, photographs attached to their to the chart to the to the so they know the, who's the chart, coming in. The, the computer they can say, chart. Yeah. Greet them by their name, yes. which is so, yeah. People love to hear their name, right? Yes, and but absolutely using their name. But even that person, that person at the front desk who who is new to the practice, right? You know. You don't typically get, oh, I'm new here. That's not a good excuse. You right. be prepared and you be ready to give that same good impression, good first impression to those right. patients. So I think it has to start at the front door. I think so too. And I encourage doctors out there to think about like who is sitting at your, who is sitting at the front desk? Right, right. Are they greeting you with a warm welcome smile? Do they make you feel good? You know, I was actually thinking about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. I went into the gas station to get some water mm -hmm. and I'd had a, just a crazy hectic day. I was running around and I, and I go to check out, and the lady behind the counter is like, oh, my gosh, I love your shirt. Mm -hmm. And it, I'm not kidding you. That one comment sure. turned my entire bad day into a positive yes, right, experience, right, right? Right, So just having that person at the front desk should be the person's warm, friendly smile. Right. Say something flattering to the patient, sure. a, a true compliment. Obviously, right. you don't want right. to make something up. That's a great way to start that visit. Absolutely. And, it's, and again, it goes back to creating value. So yes. if they... If they enjoy coming to your practice and they have a good, they feel good when they come. Right. Everyone treats them great. Mm -hmm. You create value in everything that you do. They're going to want to keep coming yeah. back. Yeah. They're going right? to be a lot less likely. It's the, relation, the relationship right. with everyone. In the, they're going to be a lot less likely to call and, and back out of that when something better comes along. Absolutely. Yeah. But it has to keep moving into the clinical area. Absolutely. We as clinicians, 
we don't maximize on, on that, the, the value creation, I think, as much as we could. You know, oh, I, I, think, totally I think agree. we are trusted. I think they know that we know our stuff. But I think that there are a lot of things that we can do to maximize that so that the patient feels like this, is a, a, this, important, this, this appointment is just as important as right. one with your OBGYN or your, your, your dermatologist or whoever. And it's but all in your verbiage. It is. It really is. Yeah. You know, what, how are you, you know, don't minimize, you know, I don't, don't, a little bleeding. You know, we've talked about those in many of our trainings. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, a little gift, a little, if anything that's just a little doesn't seem that important. So we want right. to use the words that really mean something, want to, to watch what we say. And sometimes that means practicing and undoing some bad habits that we, we may have and don't even realize. Oh, yes. And I hear that all the time. We just diminish what we do. Sure. That's, Absolutely. Devaluing Absolutely. It, right? Yeah. So watch your words and what you're saying to your patient. Um, we like to say you always want to tell them the why, what, and when. Absolutely. So yeah. you know, why do you need them back for what and when? Yeah, rather than just, okay, see you in yeah, six we'll months. see you in six months. Everything looks great. Right. So, Ms. Jones, let's go ahead and reserve your six-month preventative care visit. Mm -hmm. At so that time, we'll reassess these areas of sensitivity. So you're giving her a reason to come back, right? Right, it's right. Not and just continue that. So she hears absolutely. that over and over yeah. and over again. Exactly. Um, you know, use your technology. Use mm -hmm. the technology that you have to the fullest. If you have it and, you, and you've invested in it, it should be used uh, as much as possible. And then I think, too, the, the, the final part of this piece is that the front desk has to be able to confront those who are calling him. Yeah, you gave a good example of that. You said she was able to salvage some of those She was, and it all comes back to the verbiage. Right. Um, I always tell offices, and sometimes this is a hard hard thing to, to really take in, mm -hmm. but if I go into an office and I see that they have a, a lot of cancellations, mm -hmm. like whose fault is that? Right, right. It's the office's fault yeah. because we train our patients to behave a certain way. Absolutely. So, you know, I have the office that has the issue where patients call and cancel and then they get them right back in the next day. So what are you training them? That they it, can, we have an open, up, yeah, open just schedule. Just come whatever. when you want to. Right, come when you right, want, right? right, right. So you want to make sure that you're not letting, uh, you don't want to let people off the hook so easily. Yeah. Right? That's why I, I always ask, why do, you why do you think you have messages on your answering machine, answering machine from Saturday night at midnight? Right. Because they knew they weren't going to get anyone on the phone who was going to confront them about staying on the books. Right. So when you have the opportunity to talk to that person who is calling to cancel, the front desk team needs to be prepared with that verbiage as to, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Was there an emergency that, that's come up? Always assume it was. That's yeah. what, that's what yeah. I always tell our clients. Like, you have to assume that when they're calling, the only reason they would be canceling is, is that is there was a car accident right. or a death in the family or you're lying right. in a, you know, <laughs> you know right. there's got to be some real reason for you to be calling at this late notice to let us know this. Right. Yeah. Um, I w had to reschedule my dermatologist visit. Mm -hmm. And I call, and they were like, no problem, and, yeah. you know, made it so easy for sure. me to do that. Sure, and, You know, that's not how you want to be. No, no. And then you want to encourage them to stay on the book. Right. You know, you want to, in a, in a good way, confront in a good way. In a very, right. It's all Watch your tone, tone of voice. Yeah. Watch your tone of voice. Um, have concern in your voice. But then ask them to consider keeping this appointment that, that you don't have time to fail at this point. So I think that that is exactly what's happened in the office that you mentioned, I bet. They were able to, they, they watched their verbiage and mm -hmm. were able to actually ask the patients to stay. And you'd be surprised how many people will actually all of a sudden be able to come. Right, If you right. just don't act like it's so easy for them to sure. cancel, right? Sure. So just acting like it's an sure. emergency. 
What can we do to help you keep this right. preservation? Exactly. Dr. Smith has reserved this time especially for you, right? right? So we just have to change the way we speak to our patients. And exactly. Change it up, practice it, be good mm -hmm. at it. Um, and, and don't let it catch you by surprise. But, Absolutely. You know, like I said, these are, these, these are just a small number of things that can oh be gosh, done. Oh my gosh, we it's, spent a whole day on this. We could, this. we absolutely yeah. could. But I think these would be the, the, the key things to, to focus on. You know, make right. sure that, that each step of the way that patient is, feels like they're the only patient that you have. That person's going to want to stay. Absolutely. So I encourage you to think about how is your practice creating value? Um, from the moment the patient walks in the door, what does that first impression look like? Uh, what kind of tools are you using in the clinical area? What kind of verbiage? Are you minimizing what you're doing? Are you bad at saying those words little and just and you have a small cavity, exactly. right? So think about the messaging that you're sending to your patients. Um, and then finally, is your front desk equipped with some great verbiage on how to handle those cancellation calls um, that, that lets the patient know that this time is reserved especially for them, right? right? So I, I encourage you to think about these things. If you have a cancellation problem, um, start tackling these and um, don't make it easy on your patients. Right. But again, you guys, you train your patients to act in the way they're gonna act. Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast on iTunes. We have new episodes coming at you live every Tuesday at eight o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can also visit our website, hygieneprofitleaders.com. Uh, we have previous podcasts on that website. You can download notes and learn more about who we are and what we do to help you grow your hygiene department. So stay educated.